I, I agree with that because we do tend to be reading lately a lot of dual POV, which a lot of romance novels are dual POV. And I agree. It did leave, especially since like she's as a human, she's learning about the horde as we as readers are learning about the horde. So I actually felt like it worked really well because all we hear is from her POV that they're barbarians and she's going to be a sex slave. So I'm like, Oh shit. Like she's gonna be a sex slave. Like, okay. Like, let's see where this goes. And then when he's like, no, you're gonna be my queen. I was like, Oh shit, she's wrong. Okay. What's next? (laughs) (laughs) So I think it was kind of fun because it made her like unreliable because I'm learning about them through her Mm. inner monologue. And also she's like, wait, maybe I'm all the way wrong. So I actually thought that that worked pretty well for me. Uh, I, there were a lot of people in reviews who were super bad that even though she agreed to go with him, that she didn't, that she was like not on board basically. And not, she was spiteful and she like didn't want to eat. And she was just like, not happy. And they're like, she agreed to go there. And I was like, I don't know what your thoughts about that. I have thoughts, but I have thoughts too. So in general, I like a feisty heroine. I I do. I don't. It would have been lame if she went with him and just agreed to everything. So um, I don't agree with them in that regard. I want her to be feisty and whatever. However, there were some things to me that were slightly out of, like, she's grown up terrified of them her entire life, terrified of being captured by them, terrified of what's going to happen to her, terrified of whatever. I don't think she was sufficiently like terrified when she got there. Right. Like I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of, I don't know, of that. When she got there, it was just like pure bravado. And I, I just, yeah, I just didn't feel like she was scared enough of like a horde that literally she's been told since she's a kid, they'll kidnap you, kill you, whatever. I I would be shitting myself. That man said, eat this food. I'd have been like, okay and maybe not maybe i would have hit it under the bed or something like that or done you know something but i don't know like it, there was just a a weird sense of like the stakes did not feel so super high for me yeah yeah even if it had just been on like her first day and then after that she was like wait a minute like he didn't even have sex with me or rape me and these like ladies who are washing me are like soups nice to me wait a minute what's going on like even if it was one moment yeah. um i mean i will say that i i didn't i wasn't really bothered because just because you're forced to do a thing doesn't mean that you're happy about it yeah. you know just because she was literally she had no he was like watch my brother get murdered or go with this dude so for her it was like well that's not really a cho- a good choice it's kind <laughs> of like a horrible choice or a less horrible choice yeah and so for me i was like yeah like i would go of course to save my sibling but it doesn't mean that i'm gonna like be the perfect princess that they want i'm gonna do just enough that they don't go back and murder him and that's yeah. it like i'm not gonna do much more um uh, for me, it's interesting because like some of my favorite, first of all, I thought he was a gentle giant and I enjoy a gentle giant. Yeah. I enjoy, you know, my favorite things are when someone is like big and rough and scary to everyone except for the person they're in love with. And then he's like yeah. low marshmallow. And I thought that he was like, I thought he was working really hard to like understand her. I thought he was putting into actions. I thought he was, he was doing all the things that I would want in MCH do. So I was on board. Um, but some of my favorite moments of the book were when she's with the two maids 
and they're sort of explaining life to her. Um, and she's like, but he hasn't been to my sheath. And they're like, well, are you encouraging him? She's like, I don't know what that means. And they're like, <laughs> are you being loud? Or and she's like, well, I kind of just lay there. And they're like, well, he probably thinks you don't want him. And yeah. one of them's like, her advice is like, like encourage him or just give him a blowjob. And I was like, that's obviously the best advice. <laughs> like no best. dude was like unclear after you. I also like when they were, I also like when they were like, yo, if you're taking care of him, he's just going to listen to everything you say. And yeah. she was like, oh, oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Oh, so the power is in my vagina. I got it. It's the power though. of the pussy, Bridges. The power of the pussy, baby. Those horse kings don't know what's up once they get a little whiff of that human, <clears throat> human you know, stink. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like, you know what guys are, like, guys who talk so uh, crudely about pussies, right? They're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck their man, fuck the pussy, I don't care about her, whatever. And I legitimately think that they have to do that to separate themselves from the power of the pussy. Like, literally, they, like, don't want to admit to anybody that they they get got that every single time. <laughs> Yep. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, but I love, I liked her dynamic with the maids. Uh, you know, th- for me, there was like, there was uh, a lot in this book that I liked in terms of just that it was a potato chip book. It was a feel like it was a nice read. Nothing that I would write home about or be like, oh my God, the greatest story of all time. But it got me through the day and it did what it needed to do in terms of that. Like, and there was a few things that annoyed me um uh, like it, about how the story like progressed but uh, in general i hate when the bad guy is the bad guy right like mm. so it, as soon as his aunt you know comes and is like you should not be the queen you are not worthy i'm like okay great so she's gonna yeah. set her up she's gonna set her up later in this book great okay cool got okay. it like that's what i don't yeah. like and she was like <laughs> she was like overly so like it, i wasn't i totally agree with you when she was mean to her at first i was like okay that's a reasonable reaction to him taking a human ride which no one's ever done is yeah. her being like she's not worthy you're a dumb dumb piece of shit you need to like fuck her and throw her away so i don't think that that's a totally unreasonable thing for her to do based on like precedent and the fact that she wants to keep the bloodlines pure and stuff which everyone wants to do in every just book and also in real life sometimes which is fucked up um but she she was too over the top mean to her for the first half of the book and then all of a sudden was too over the top nice to her yeah. and i was like well clearly she's trying to get her you know like yeah. there was no like subtle like a tiny moment of appreciation that then yeah. grew that i was like oh maybe she's just learning to like her it was just like a very abrupt shift yeah and i felt like not that you ever want to suspect your relatives, but I also felt like he was kind of a dummy about it in the sense that he should have been like watching her more and watching, like he did send a guard with her that got slaughtered, I guess, but but like there's a threat, like one guard. I'm like, come on. There's a threat from this other race that like are killing and murdering people. And like, also she was a dumb bitch. Don't go into the forest with people, you know, don't like you. Listen, and there was like three times in this book where I was like, you dumb bitch, get the hell, what the hell is wrong with you? First off, I don't understand him, him. I don't understand her not telling him that the aunt is being extremely rude to her, especially because in the first scene with her, he checks her. She oversteps and he checks her, right? Yeah, so for sure. 
in moments where she needed to be brave for the horde, she wasn't. And in moments where she need, she needed to speak up, she didn't. Like it was this mm-hmm. weird thing that she was like, oh, well, I'm not going to say anything because I, you know, I'm going to take it. I'm going to be strong, but, you know, not tell him that she's saying this stuff. But then he goes and he's got to kill a spy. And she's like, no, don't kill this spy. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, I don't know. Those yeah. are moments where I was like, girl, if you don't sit your ass down, if you don't sit your ass <laughs> This is not your race of people. How about you listen and learn and then ask questions? And then I will say that I, the whole spy thing, so this Gerton, I don't know how they said yeah. it in the book, but that's sort of how I read it. He, spy was there and he sort of pleads with her to let him go. And, um, and she basically stops him from killing the spy and then the spy ends up getting away. And it's this like whole thing. He's like, you don't know anything. Like they, they're like killing people. They never take prisoners, blah, 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 blah. They're basically the worst. And, yeah. and I agree. She shouldn't have said anything. However, she also point blank asked him to explain before that. And he was like, you will sit by me. And she was like, what is going to happen? And he like, yeah. wouldn't tell her. Yeah. So I was I'm like, it's like both of their faults in my mind because he easily could have had a conversation with her in the tent where he's like look i'm about to execute this spy and he is like a killer and we cannot let him go because he knows where we are but but, like he could have laid it out for her and she could have like understood and instead he was like ha ha i he man king and then she acted you know and then she like spoke out and then there were consequences to both their actions so later one thing i did like though was later yeah he recognized Cause she said like, well, you didn't tell me anything. And so later he does start explaining what's going on. And then there's like no more mishaps of that kind. Yeah. Like, communication wise. And so well, I think that that was, that was the second that mishap. It was not every time. That was the second mishap of that kind, because the first time he paraded her through the streets and wouldn't talk to her and she didn't know what the hell. Was oh going yeah. Yeah. On. Yeah. And whatever. And when he was done, when it was over, she's like, what the hell? Like, why are you not talking to me? He's like, that's it you know like this is, what, this is what I do this is what I do and I was just like well I mean even in, as a reader I'm like well that's whack like what? even I want to know why are you reading her and it's not like we got an answer later on I'm I assume that it's just to show her off to his people or whatever but like sure. it would have been cool to understand the importance of it just a one sentence word um but yeah, I do like that he did start explaining things later, but it's like, you know, I always say like, if you learn the lesson quickly, nobody has to die. And <laughs> like, that's kind of how I felt about it. I was like, I was like, just like talk to her, especially when you are in one POV, uh, which I do like, I honestly do. I prefer it hands down over anything else. Um, but then I specifically would like glimpses into his thoughts. And that is by telling her so either telling her sure. or telling somebody else in his horde you know right like, like then see, communicates it to her yeah or yeah. overhearing it or yeah somebody could, right. something like that so like yeah. um something like that would have been good yeah i like when they overhear something because then you know it's honest because they like because they didn't know that you were going to hear it you know whether it's yeah. good or it's bad you always know if you're overhearing it like okay well, like, well i I see now what, like, you're, what you're coming at me with. Well, it's like twofold because I remember like in the Bridgertons, like um, with, uh, who was it? Oh, Colin. Pen- when Penelope like, and Colin. Be Penelope. I'll never yeah. be on that, you know? And then 
she overhears it, you know, but is he really telling the truth or is he just saving face? So it's like, there's no guarantee that what you hear is. I think he's saving face, but I actually think that at that point, he literally is not, he was like, I would never consider that because at that point of of the story, she's still a wallflower and she's still under her mom's thumb and like not being her true authentic self. Like she's still hiding away the part of her that he falls in love with. Yeah. Um, that she is Lady Whistledown. And then I think personally, that was a good thing. She should have heard that because then she's like, well, fuck you, bro. I'm going to like go be my own person. And then he's like, wait a minute. Wait, I, I miss you. Like, and yeah. I fucked this all up. So <laughs> in that way, it works too. Yeah. Also, did you watch, this is totally off topic, but did you watch uh, the Queen Charlotte one? So sometimes I have a block like about watching a show and I have this like block about watching the show is it good it was better than season two it was very sweet though completely different show completely different feel it's very sweet it's very um it it's just much it's just much different than the other ones yeah because they're dealing with like his illness of his mind they're not dealing with like the scandal or the outside influences or whatever they're dealing with like his literal mind not being there sometimes like yeah and um but i thought it was great i really really enjoyed it i liked it better Uh, than the first the second one because there was no there was no nonsense because they like made up the story for this but like there was no nonsense love triangle added there was no like be at you know what i mean like it was just more of a yeah. straightforward love story where they have to conquer this like large thing together. Well, it's, i think um, it's always deeper when the the conflict is interpersonal versus yeah. an extraneous force that's coming sure. in uh yeah. so okay all right good i was gonna ask you I, mean, I liked it i will it. say that your complaint about season one where there was like no race mentioned and then they mentioned it one time um this one is very much about how she is the first dark queen and why they let in the other black and brown lords and ladies, how they got their titles. Um, And it's about like that journey of that is definitely a part of it, Mm -hmm. but it's a part of it the whole way through. Unlike in the other one where all of a sudden like episode five, you're like, wait, what? Like, (laughs) is this part of this world? So I thought it was much better, like handled much better. Um, I thought the, the, they're not kids. I mean, they're whatever young adults, but, um, the three main characters of like Lady Danbury, the queen and King George, they all were excellent. Um, as were the two, like, like her personal man and the King's personal man. Yeah. Uh, they were also really good. Um, so yeah, I thought it was really good. I will, I will, I'll watch it and then tell you, speaking of watching it. Yesterday, I went to, so my cousin released a documentary about my aunt's life, and mm-hmm. it comes out on HBO on May 20th, and they did, a, like, a pre-screening here in LA, so she invited me to go go see it, and it was interesting because, so I, wa- I mean, I watched it, and I was anxious the whole, like, almost for a week leading up to this, I've been super anxious, because I'm like, I'm going to watch this documentary about my family, Um. Mm-hmm in front of other people, right? Mm. Like, that's, it's just a weird dynamic. It's a weird experience, yeah. It's a a weird experience. And then, and I'm watching it, I'm seeing home movies of my parents when they were young, like younger than I am now, 
you know? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I don't know. It was, it was definitely a very interesting, um, interesting to see that or whatever. So I went to, and did that yesterday and I have like random, I don't know. I have like, you know, you don't know how exactly how you feel mm-hmm. after something. Like I, my cousin, as soon as I walked out, I, I didn't even talk to her. I just, she was talking to everybody and I was just letting her go. And so I walked by her and she kind of grabbed me and was like, so what do you think? And I immediately just laughed because it was, it was a pure nervous like response mm-hmm. because I was just like not prepared to answer that question. She's like, why are you laughing? And I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh. Um, but it was, yeah, it was definitely surreal. I'm trying to, I'm like giving myself two days also- to, come up with words i can imagine it being surreal too because you're watching stuff and but you're also remembering stuff but what you remember is not the way that things are because none of us remember in perfect clarity we all remember with the coloring of our life and then you've also heard so many of these stories but you heard them through the lens of whomever was telling the story so you don't actually know any of the stuff that's real or not real and then now you're watching like footage and you're like well i remember that story but like uh or like oh i'm worried are they going to tell that story or is this going to be in it and you know is this going to be like a bad tell-all or is this going to be a that's good thing or is this going to be like you know i can imagine that'd be so stressful just like want like like what's included in it because like it's hard to include an entire life you know um that that's 100 percent true and honestly i didn't know how what kind of tell-all it was going to be when i went so i didn't know i know i know how much data my cousin gathered i didn't know what data was going to make the movie also one thing I realized is that for in my family, I'm the keeper of the data because I ask so many questions because I'm like the most inquisitive one. So right. I I know where all the bodies are buried and I don't talk about it <laughs> at all to anybody, right? Um, and so I didn't know if she was going to have unburied those bodies for the documentary. Uh, turns out, I don't think she did. There was a ton, there was like so much that I was like, oh, I don't think she knows. I, I don't think that, that anybody has talked about what the story is behind some of these stories. Um, right. And one thing is, if you have like a family member or somebody that you want to get information from and they have dementia, it's the best time to get information from them. Sounds fucked up. Best time to get information from them. Their brain sure. doesn't know that it's a secret anymore. It doesn't know it's a secret. Yeah. They will talk about everything so matter might not know that you're their family member and they might think you're whomever yeah yes and they will tell you everything in great detail things that you were just Mm -hmm. like oh well that y'all left out some colors in that rainbow like (laughs) (laughs) so anyway it was it was interesting i i i'm happy that she did it for herself you know and she got the that that story out of her body um Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, but I, was that yeah, her mom? It's her mom. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, but anyway, I, yeah, I was like, I'm trying to, I was trying to talk to her and give her like, say something nice and encouraging and whatever. Um, and, but without having fully flushed out what my own thoughts were, you're like, what do you think? And right. you're like, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. (laughs) I don't know. But two things I do know is that I think that I think what makes somebody a celebrity is the the mystique around them. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like really like letting them have that mystique. And I was I was afraid that the documentary would take away the mystique. 
you know? And I do think it left her, I, I, I think it left her endearing. People will leave it feeling more endeared to her. And I do think it left her, her dignity and didn't, and didn't take away the celebrity um, of good. it. So that, that I will say, that's my, you know, but I'm so processed in the rest of it. <laughs> but anyway, if anybody wants to watch that, go, it's gonna, it's called Love to Love You, Baby. And it's gonna be on HBO May 20th. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell people who your aunt is you never mentioned? Oh, I didn't say it. It's Donna Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Donna Summer. Um, Shawnee comes from a long line of showbiz people. Also, if you guys have never listened to Shawnee's music, she's also excellent at singing Thanks, and music. Thanks. And it's under Marvelous XE. Yes. But is it is it underscored or is it all together now? Okay. No, no. So on Instagram, somebody took my name, so I had to add an underscore to the end of the to the end of it. But on so Spotify, it's, it's just marvelous XE, right? It's just marvelous XE. That's it. Okay. Well, you guys should check it out because it's awesome. Let's take Thank a quick you. break, and when we come back, we are going to do some ratings. Hell yeah! Let's rate this horde king, baby. Let's rate this horde king. Okay, oh, well, let's try. Let's rate this. Let's rate this. Well, we can rate him. Let's rate this horde king. <laughs> Dear Romance Besties, if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance to check out our awesome perks, including stickers, watching movies with us, naughty book boxes, and you can even be on the show. Can't be a patron? You can still support the show by purchasing books or things we recommend through our affiliate links on our show notes and our dope ass website. Thanks for the commish. Or you can leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Screenshot your review, send it to us on Instagram, and we'll send you some stickers. Now bridge let's get back to the ratings yeah i would say you know what i would give him like a solid like having i will say i will give him a solid four having not heard his pov i think it's hard to give a really amazing rating to someone that you don't hear their pov in my opinion because it's all about the way the other person is interpreting what they're doing um but i will say considering that he was an alien horde king he doesn't pressure her at all for sex. He respects her. He makes her his queen. He gives her attendants who like her. He gives her autonomy in any way that he can. Um, and, uh, you know, and obviously he's willing to stand on her side versus his aunt after she betrays um, her. So I'll give, him a, I'll give him betrayal. I'll give him a solid four. All right, all right, all right, all right. I hear that for. I hear that for. Um, I, you know, it's interesting because I'm like, in my head, I'm like, am I being harder on her? But again, you're right in the fact that we don't really have his POV, just his responses to her. Um, so I would probably give him a four too, just because he wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> He liked her. He fucked her real good when they were fucking. Came all over the D. I mean, it worked out. And when she she said, yo, you know, you know, I feel like when, when, when the girl says I need it and the guy's like, absolutely, I will deliver that. Let me give it to you, please. Give it to you, please, baby. That's, you know, and she said that and he he was like, and he was like, oh, wait, you, I'm not giving it to you enough. Great. Let's have two solid days of just (laughs) running this shit. So, um, you know, but yes, he wasn't that bad for a horde king, and for all the books I've read that have this, you know, alpha male, you know, sure. beast dynamic, he was pretty reasonable. Um, and for for her, um, you know, like oh yeah, he was yeah he was reasonable, and he was a little fluffy pants. He was a little mixed fluffy, a little like mixed fluff. So 
Um, her, I would give a three. Okay. Because, and I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, solely because she walked into the deep dark woods. <laughs> uh, you lose a whole point for being a dum dum. She even said in her internal monologue, "This is strange," and I was like, this "Yeah, is- it is strange." It is strange. And let me tell you, I've been teaching my kid, don't be afraid of strangers. You'd be afraid of strange behavior. If a stranger says hi and talks to you, that's not weird. If a stranger says, leave your mom and come in this car with me, that's strange. strange. I was like the same way that if someone, you know, says, come into this room with me and show me your private parts or your vagina or your butt. That's very strange, right? That's not something normal. Even if you know them and you tell me that's weird. I said, I said, but you don't have to worry about strangers. You can talk to strangers. You just need to be aware of any strange behavior. Like yeah. they shouldn't take you away from your parents. They should, you know, like, and they were like, oh, that makes sense. Mom, they're waving at yeah. everyone. Hi. I was like, yeah, because strangers, you know, they could be future friends, but yeah, strange behavior. And it's strange behavior for the lady who's hated you the whole book to take you into the woods. I'm just telling you, she had a guard and she's like, and also because the Gherkin people or whatever their name is, Gherkin, Gherkin, Drakey. Oh, the uh, no, yeah. no, not the Jakari, the 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 girl, the G A G H E R T A N, the ones who, the one who they, the yeah, spy yeah. was there, Gertan or something. They were yeah. like in the woods and spying on them like yeah. days ago, and I'm yeah. like, you should just be wary and not go in the woods. That feels like a solid plan. So I agree. Lost a whole star with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so dumb. I gave her a three. I also <clears throat> like. I thought she was like a solid romance hero, but she wasn't someone who I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm behind you 100%, where I would be like, oh, I would love to like keep on reading her. Like, I feel like she was solid. I feel like she was, she wasn't a pushover. Like, she didn't like lose stars and go into two and one because I I didn't like hate her or anything like that. But she also wasn't an MC that I was like, ooh, like she's the shit and I either want to be her or be friends with her or, or whatever. Like, I thought she was solid. You know, I thought as like the first human queen, I thought she had a lot of hurdles and I thought she did well with them, but I didn't think she did so well with them that I was like, whoa, she's the dopest of the dope. Yeah. I, uh, and also like her brother, just FYI, I was going to bring this. What a dumb dumb. What a, what what a just, dumb dumb. What a dumb dumb. And, and I, and I can see that they're setting him up to be in one of the next books. I haven't looked he's at that. He's not. He's not. Because I I hope that I hope that he's not in one of the next books as some sort of hero or for anything because I would never be able to get behind this dum dum. <laughs> yeah, what like so eventually he gets brought into the horde because yeah. she's missing her brother and he wants the Arakan wants her to be happy. And he's like, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to stay. And I was like, look, bitch, you're going to stay. They have fucking food here. Your sister's here. You're an idiot. She's a fucking queen. Of course, you're yeah. going to stay. What an idiot thing to say. Yes. I hate everything about you. I agree. He's not, he is not. The all the books are the horde kings are the main the characters. Main. At the yeah. at the point in which your 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 sister has given up her life to become the wife right. of a horde king to save your yeah. life, your only response is I'm gonna do whatever it's like you say, sis. I'm That's gonna do whatever the, the fuck you say, sis. You're the best, sis. You say my life, sis. Yes, I will like do whatever I need to do to honor you and be a part of this horse yes. and make nobody hate me again. Like, for yes. sure. 100%. So, 100%. like, if I, if I would say my big yes, I will join, but I would like to learn how to do agricultural studies sure. or some shit. Yeah, yeah. which I think would like, make sense. Great. Make total sense. And I want to learn how to help the other humans and bring them back the right seeds or whatever. Yeah. Cool. 
That was great. Um, crazy, what did you think about is, the book overall? Oh, the overall, um, I thought the book was a solid three. For me, it is a potato chip book, which means I will immediately forget it as soon as my temporary internet file deletes. Um, but it was great for the moment. And I, you know, I really enjoyed their bang, bing, bang, boo-wooding. What are you? I I felt like I don't think I would give it a four. I think I would give it a three. I don't think it's quite there. Maybe three and a half if I was doing half stars, but I'm not because I choose a number, Shawnee. <laughs> I I was kind of intrigued by like what would happen with the other hordes. Cause sometimes authors that we've read in series like each book is basically the same just with different characters but it feels the same so i was like interested because i know people love her i was like well maybe maybe this pairing just wasn't you know it's establishing the world i was like let me see how she does in book two i was i liked book two better um because the world's already established doesn't have to spend as much time on that um i also liked the the female mc more i gave her a four um, I liked the, I thought the male Horde King, he was also a four. So I thought he was about, about the same in the sense that I liked him. Um, and, and I also, I skipped books three, four, and five because they were like second chance romance, a bunch of tropes that I just didn't want to read. And I went to the sixth book cause I was like, let's just see what happens in the sixth book. And I also liked the sixth book, which was like a lot more, those two had a lot more like banter. And so like, I will say that each couple is different yeah. enough that it feels like reading each book would be worth it. If you like the style and you like the book. Yeah. Um, that's how I only read two and six and I don't, I won't go back and read three, four and five, but um, I did enjoy two and six. Yeah, I would read on if I felt like I had the time in my life to do so. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll pick up the next one. Yeah. It wouldn't be like, a, oh, my God, I have to pick up the next one. But oh, I'd my God, like, I have to. It was more like I didn't, yeah. I wasn't quite ready to go to bed. So I was like, let me just roll into the next let one. Just, yeah, that's, <laughs> let, that's, me just, let me just roll into the next one. I Kindle Unlimited. Super cash. Super cash. In case you guys want 30 days of free Kindle Unlimited, you can click the link in whatever bio you're in because we have 30, 33 days for you guys. If you guys want to join the KU party, absolutely. little casual plug there. We get a commission. You get 30 days free. It's a match made in heaven. (laughs) Bridget, you're spectacular. Thank you. I try. Thank you. I try. Um, um, also, I would like some recommendations from y'all. So uh, if you're listening, please send us some recommendations. Also, if there's like something we haven't read yet. I mean, I know we've read fucking Aliens in Place, Gladiators, uh, the, the Lobster Love. Yeah. Cra- <laughs> you know. Bonnie, you know, we haven't read sports romance. I don't think we've read a single sports romance. We read hockey. Okay. We read we a did? hockey. Yes, we read a hockey romance. Oh my romance. god, we read Pucked way at the beginning. I remember yes, now. I blocked it out. <laughs> I remember. I remember because I'm like, hockey, that's white people shit. <laughs> it is white people shit. Although, we but, but probably, as soon I mean, as Emily Rath's book is on Audible, we're going to read it this summer because yeah. Shawnee, she has three hockey dudes and one lady. It's a lot of hockey. That's a lot of professional athletes. There's a lot of swords crossing. It's a lot. It's a lot of things. It was good. Um, yes. So we shall put, put that on our calendar whenever that shit comes out. That's later. So the audible is not out yet. So we gotta wait. We gotta wait a few ah, okay, months. Okay. There's a book that that I saw on on TikTok and it's called Obsidian Feathers. And okay. 
I wanted to read it, but it's not on Audible. And mm. I, I think I'm going to reach out to the author because I love the cover of this book. And I, I, I like the synopsis and I love the cover. Could could not be good. It could be good. You should but, see. Maybe they're going to be putting it on, on Audible. That's what I'm that's what I'm going to see. Some some TikTokers were talking about it. And also they were just talking about how dope the author was as like a person, like not entitled mm-hmm. and trying to, you know. And I think there's just another TikTok scandal going on with author. Man, there is, I feel like every week there is an author scandal of some sort that hits book talk. I feel like that's why what I'm What I not- don't understand is a lot of the scandals seem to be that they're mad at readers for rating books. And it's yes. like, they're not rating the book for you. The, the the book reviews aren't for authors. They're for other readers. Yeah. Who And the other readers, if they find you and I, then they, after they listen to a few episodes, they understand how we rate books. And like, you shouldn't get mad if we rate your book a three, because for us, that means we're recommending it to people, that it's good. It's not great, but it's definitely worth a read. Yeah. Now, if I'm giving you a one, you also shouldn't be mad at me because I did not like it and I did not click with it. And that's okay because- I'm just telling people who watch our stuff or listen to our stuff. Hey, I didn't like it. You know what I like. It might not be for you if you like the same things or alternatively, you might be like, well, the last five star book Bridget recommended was a piece of shit. And so I'm going to try her one star. Cause maybe that's for me. Like, I, but it's not for you. It's not for the authors. Like they, they have no. no business looking at reviewer stuff. Cause just, that's just going to upset you. Don't I do just, that. Don't do that Bring to yourself. Books. Don't do that um, to yourself. Yes. Don't respond you, for sure. And don't do that to yourself. <laughs> also, like if you want feedback on your on your work or whatever, I think it's actually more important to that like beta readership or readers, readers who, yeah. who already like the style of what you what you're doing. Like they like romance. Sure. It's, it's like they don't like they're not here for sci-fi. You know, they're here for romance. For they're sure. here for whatever. Like get yourself a curated group of people you know, and maybe add a little diversity of, of sod and people in, within that, and then get a good critique back from that, that, but don't just go on the wild, wild west of the internet. No, when literally the internet. People internet are like, the worst. Yes, people are like, what? A lobster romance? One star. You know, you're like, yeah. well, why are you reading this Yeah, They're like, romance? I okay. hate alien romance, and so I DNF'd this book. It's a fucking alien romance. <laughs> don't read that then, but also don't read that review, because again, yeah. that review is not for you. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, also, you all- chronically, to be chronically online, you have to have thick skin or whatever. Yes. Like, you know, to make I think, art, you have to have thick skin. Yeah. I think somebody left us not a not nice review recently. And they I was did. like, they said our podcast is bad. They did not say like, that. They said, no, they <laughs> they said it's gone downhill. It's gone downhill. And <laughs> that I was means like, it was at the top of a hill at one point. So <laughs> good for us. <laughs> that means, that's what it means. We had space to roll, baby. We had space yeah, we to do. Roll. <laughs> you know, but like, I guess, you know, we've been online for so long. We've been in, in that world for so long that for me, I would it, never drag that person to reply back and be no. like Fuck you da, da, da. you don't know shit about podcasting like that's their opinion that's fine no I'm problem like, well like whatever they probably not listening they probably still hate listening but it's, it's fine with me we're that's almost great. at a hundred thousand downloads yeah. so amazing hundred thousand anyway. that's so many so many that's awesome so thank well, you on all. that beautiful thank you note that. thank you guys and until next time maybe we'll be at a hundred thousand maybe yeah maybe Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.